If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp, the sponsor of this episode, is here for you. BetterHelp offers a broad range of over 20,000 licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Plus, you can get 10% off your first month with my code, betterhelp.com slash Kohler. With BetterHelp, you can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience, and all you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs before getting matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. As a mom constantly working around Jaden's toddler schedule, having my weekly therapy online has been a complete game changer and a huge reason why I have made big steps to better my mental health for myself and for my family. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Don't forget to use my code to get that 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Kohler. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kohler. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kohler commentary. Our next mom is Tessia Choi. I've actually known her as Tessia Cho with her very much better half Daniela Cho for such a long time since my freshman year of college. They were both seniors and really took care of me when I first transitioned into UT. And now years later, we can um, empathize with one another in our mom lives and um, be in the same city. And just even though we don't get to see each other that often, we get to just understand each other from afar. And today she is joining me on the podcast because she just took her two kids, Zeke, Ezekiel and um, Jordan, and they are under three now, but they were two under two for quite a while. She just yes. took them to Korea and then I believe Canada before we <laughs> officially are recording this. And so I just wanted to get her input on what it's like traveling with at that time. It was two under two. Right. You mean when, when you were traveling was, to Korea, he wasn't he three. Was under three, but no. or under he three. Was three yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Two under three. <laughs> Same crazy. <laughs> Crazy seems crazy to me. I'm excited to just welcome you on, Tessia. It's it's past bedtimes. I probably you. feel like our brains are a little fried, but that's when you got to do this stuff. Welcome. I know. Seriously, thank you so much, Angie. Like, really, I am so honored by that um, intro. I think for me, when I think of, I was trying to think back, how long have I known Angie? Mm-hmm. And you did say you were a freshman um, yeah. when I was a senior, but it was a shocking kind of intro to each other. I think we were somehow Facebook friends, but mm-hmm. then um, I remember I just like literally just said, Hey, anybody out there do a Spanish um, homework assignment. It's like, can you just write a paragraph? And I didn't even know you, but you just really replied to that status on Facebook saying, Oh, I'll meet you at co-op or whatever. And I remember you are the cute girl who wrote about, um, I think it was the Mavs and how much you love Dirk or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that so feels like a lot years ago. Yeah. Okay. I, know, I remember this now. That. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just hit it off. Like you said, so I'm so thankful of our friendship and that mm-hmm. now we're doing motherhood together and just seeing you, you know, be this cool boss woman of this podcast and still be <laughs> able to raise Evan and Jaden so well, I'm just blown away by that. But anyway, thank you so much for even considering me to give you 
input on our no. crazy two trips. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. I'm very excited to hear. And speaking of boss women yourself, um, Tessia has like a million majors and masters and I don't really know. She is now, no. she is a speech pathologist. And I think even in her transition to motherhood, I'm sure that was like another podcast for itself but now she has opened up like her own little private practice um jars of play uh so yes, check it out if you, you um are you. interested in the services but yeah i think it's amazing how we can turn our passions into something even during this most important role as mothers so yeah what is your enneagram tessia thank you Thank you. I know you're, I need to talk to you about this because I know my Enneagram for sure, but I just, I would like to tap into it a lot more than, you know, top service layer that I know, but I am a seven and um, I think I've kind of dwelled in like different personality tests and all these things. And even on the MBTI, I've always been the same one, which is an ENFP. But Mm -hmm. I remember there was a um, psychologist person who came to one of our church retreats asking for us to take this personality test but before he opened up the floor to do anything he, he just passed out all these white blank pages to everybody and asked us to draw whatever came to our mind and I remember like I just took a pink crayon and I just drew cotton candy and that oh was my, my gosh <laughs> I know and now I'm learning that cotton candy is like associated to right I'm like, that is so me and it's just been me for my whole life so was that kind of like the intent as you thought about drawing cotton candy like when you were thinking about it in that moment do you know why you, you yeah, drew it I don't know I don't know why I drew it yeah I, it might have just been because I like pink it might yeah, I don't yeah. know I have no idea but so yeah so for those that haven't heard yet cotton candy is definitely a literal like correlation to Enneagram sevens and you know loving to fill them up with experiences which is a good thing but sometimes it might not actually fulfill what you want so there's like a beautiful analogy to it but also like the self-awareness portion that I feel like you've definitely tapped into you have to tap into when you become a mom because you can't do you can't do it all anymore and then um, briefly what is Thomas's Enneagram I remember yes, so at one point. Thomas, he's six. Um, I think when we did take the MBTI, we scored similar. Actually, it was the same. And then he changed over the years. But he, I think when we, we first met and we started dating, he was more a six wing seven and I was more a seven wing six. So we kind of, mm. I think we were pretty similar in a lot of our, but then definitely we're very different. And mm-hmm. yeah, even through our marriage life and through parenting, it's apparent that he's a six and I'm a mm. seven. <laughs> Mm, yes. Okay. Oh, I want to hear more on that later too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So for the focus of today, it's your y'all's travels. What kind of traveler are you? And this is pre kids. What would you say is your traveling style in general? Um, I think as long as I am not sleeping and doing something, I'm okay. So I'm I'm okay to stay up way past whatever bedtime and then wake up even at four or five a.m. just to, like get the day started and get going. That's pre kids. And what about, is there planning to making sure you're always doing something or what did that look like? You know, no, I'm super spontaneous and I don't actually like to sit down with pen and paper because I feel like I'm almost about to make a commitment to something. So I like to do mm-hmm. things as I'm there and like, oh, hey, how about we grab ice cream here? Oh, like, let's do that. That looks fun. But not actually like we need to do this and this. If it's pretty and it's great, then I just want to do it. <laughs> Okay, interesting. Um, And then how about once you had kids, because you have traveled quite a bit with them, I feel like um, together too? Or was this one of the first trips? 
as a family? Actually, this was our first trip as a family of four. I had, we have traveled with Ezekiel, but just as a family of four, this was the first time ever. Um, yeah, but with kids, obviously it's the exact opposite of everything and being married to a six Mm -hmm. is, it brings on more. (laughs) Yeah. Can you, can you share that one? What is, Thomas's traveling style? And then two, what is it like to have to adjust the way you've been used to traveling as you are a parent and you can't necessarily do that style? Maybe you can, yeah. but it, it sounds like it would be right. much harder. So for me, I think I do all the worrying out loud, but I don't have solutions to those worries. Mm-hmm. But then Thomas, he doesn't ever act like verbalize his concerns, but he just has all these backup plans ready to go. It's kind of like it's when something happens, he's like, oh, see, this is why I, I got this. Or it's just mm, what it's a, a different six. style. But I know, right? For me, I thought, you know what? It's going to be okay. Like, we're just, the kids are going to match our schedule. They'll sleep, fall asleep on the stroller. If they're going to nap, they're going to nap on the street kind of thing. But for Thomas, he had to think, okay, we're going to go here because before we go to B, they need to take a nap at the B&B. And then he just really wanted to make sure that we gave our kids their nap times and their sleep times, which definitely complicated a lot of just our routes and what we initially wanted to do versus what we actually ended up doing. And a lot of the times, or actually every single day of jet lag, and until maybe just days before our travel was over, we both fell asleep at nine or nine 30 because we were so exhausted. Mm. We would just be trying to put the kids down. And then we were thinking, okay, let's go do this. And that. But we were exhausted. So, I mean, that's totally not the way I'm used to traveling. And so when I came back, I felt really resentful of the fact that, wow, I was in a different country altogether, like wanting to enjoy the night views and nightlife, but we just ended up sleeping the whole entire time. So yeah, mm. I think um, sleep was definitely very important, not for my husband to get sleep, but from to, to just make sure that our kids were able to get that full sleep. Right. As like partners, like what would you guys say? You're like, oh, this worked now moving forward. This is something we would still do. Or now would you guys say sleep for kids is less not prioritized, but more open to adjustment or like what what did you notice worked and didn't moving forward as you guys plan to do more trips? I don't think we've discussed this, but then in our Canada trip, which is basically a mini international trip, it didn't, we both thought, okay, you know what? They're going to sleep in the strollers if that needs to be the case. And I think Korea really did um, break the kids in that cycle because Mm -hmm. they're now excellent stroller sleepers. In that regard, that's great. I think for Thomas too, he just realized the kids are very, they kind of do shift to your schedule, although he didn't want to push you know, different aspects, but he did. I think it's a little bit difficult when you have a child who is potty trained and a little bit sensitive. So we had to kind of make sure we went back to the hotel or the Airbnb to make sure that they had their time to, you know, during the day. So in that um, regard, did I answer the question? I'm sorry. I'm not even sure if I answered your question. No, no. Like that's super helpful to think about. And I know if you want to mention it now or even later but when I asked you to do the podcast even like the screen time thing like you felt like that was some sort of revelation so I was curious if you'd want to share at all what that oh yeah absolutely so for us it wasn't like we were generous with the screen time with our kids but we did whenever we went out to restaurants and um, meal times we can let them watch a couple of shows so that we can have our friend time Mm -hmm. and they could eat their food but Korea man we since the flight until we came back home, basically they were on their screens forever. Not much Jordan, because she was not the age of really screen, but Ezekiel was totally 
on a screen forever. And it came to a point, and also the gummies, because gummies <laughs> and lollipops and all those sweets、uh-huh. are so available in Korea. Because every corner you see is a convenience store, and every、mm-hmm. convenience store you walk into, they're enticing Korean gummies. These gummies are delicious. Like, they're really good. They're not、mm-hmm. like Haribo gummy bears. They're not like these Albanese gummy bears. They're really, really good. So then you walk in <laughs> and you're、them. like, we'll just get you. I know, you'll like buy them. And It came to a point when we came back home, Ezekiel, because kids are very smart, he would be manipulative at that. Like, he wouldn't want to wear his, even his underwear unless he gave me a gummy, or I don't want to go poop unless you let me see a show. And these things got to a point where we were like, okay, we just have to cut it. So we cut it cold turkey. But it wasn't like if somebody else were to come and say, can my kid watch something? We're not going to be like, no, we're zero screen time. We're okay with that. If a doctor gives him a lollipop, Sure, you know, you have a lollipop, but it just, we're trying to teach our kids it's not coming from our hands because we were way too liberal about that in Korea. So it, we just saw how it just kind、right. of came back to us. And especially、yeah. because it's not just like one weekend trip, it's like you were、right. there for a few weeks. So it、yes. becomes a habit. So that's helpful、Absolutely. to think about since、yeah. we're going to be there for quite a yeah, while. Yeah. And actually,、too. in Canada, even though it was a friend's trip and we were worried about having our own time. Our kids did really well, even like without, because、mm-hmm. they went without the screen for at least two weeks before going to、mm-hmm. Canada. So they didn't even even ask. They just played with their toys. That's、And、so good. That's the good thing about kids. Right, right. They, they can、yeah. adapt. They are resilient、yes. in that. And then、yes. when you were talking, I remember my question was like, before Korea, would you say that normally all their naps were in cribs for the most part? Yeah, it's cribs or car seats.、Um, but definitely、Not、like、really、stroller. stroller. Yeah, it would have to be like a really big. Jamming rock during worship time for them to either、mm-hmm. one of them to go,、mm-hmm. but it was really not、um, successful. Now、mm-hmm. they can actually go down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm taking like mental notes because I do want to、yes. be prepared to have the most fun. So I might like train. Are them you planning on taking like a double stroller or a two single strollers? Or I'm hoping my mom finds something over there because we're okay, visiting、yeah. them.、Um, yeah, I'm hoping not、so、to、awesome. take much ourselves. Okay. Evan is pretty good at just like falling asleep. He's not good at staying asleep long. But I think he is good at falling asleep. And then,、okay. yeah, Jaden, I guess we would probably plan. Yeah, Jaden would be hard, but it, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. strollers are kind of lifesavers in Korea, obviously, because you do so much walking. But I think it just depends on like what kind of parents you are. Do you like to do like divide and conquer kind of parents where you do two separate strollers or one stroller? Right, right, one right. Person, but yeah, we、nice. only have one. We've never had a double stroller because I'm not trying to buy new things. Yeah. But、either. yeah, we're definitely more divide, divide and conquer. So that's probably what we'll do there in terms of like、okay. being in charge of naps. Yeah. Man, all the, and, but then there's jet lag, there's time difference. So, like, what are naps going to be? Who knows? My、um, thing is just all, never set any expectations. Right. Because then you will have greater disappointments. And、right. that's what I did. I honestly thought we have really great kids.、Mm. It's going to be a great trip. And then it was not so much that. <laughs> I mean, every time you talk、oh. about Korea on your Instagram stories,、yeah. it's like, oh, like someday, but not today. Will I ever think about <laughs> Korea again?、So、I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Um, yes, and- but but you know, until then, let's reminisce a little bit about Korea. Yes, so, can you tell、yes. us any like maybe the personality of your kids a little bit, and then we'll go into like what you might recommend for certain categories within Korea? Yeah,、um, for Ezekiel, he's more sensitive. He's fearful of trying newer things. I think so. He's、okay. always by my side and always by dad's side. But he is also a curious toddler. 
so ready to kind of go to new things. So we just have to make sure we have eyes on him and also communicate because he's a very good communicator. And that was pretty much it. I think if we had just traveled with him, it would have been an easy travel Right um, for Jordan at that time. So he was two and 10 months at that travel time for Jordan. She was 16 months, not yet a year and a half. And when they're that young, every month makes a big difference, yeah. but she was at like this screeching, screaming stage. And so we were not okay on the plane. Um, she slept for the oh. first four hours, which is so great because I thought our meal came out. Like, look at her, the angel baby, the chill baby who just makes everything wonderful. But then of course she wakes up and then for the whole 10 entire hours, she wants somebody standing and like rocking her. So oh, no. <laughs> it was, and I think we, we think hindsight that she may have been sick, but it wasn't like she was on Tylenol or anything, which by the way, if, I mean, people have been recommending um, like baby Benadryl on the plane, but we didn't take it and Korea doesn't sell it. So if you want to take it, you take it from here. <laughs> but Great tip. Anyway, okay. yes, because we wanted to get some for the way back, but it was, they don't have anything like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they have like regular seasonal allergy stuff and all this other stuff. But yeah, so then she was screaming the whole entire time and Thomas got indigestion from the plane because he was so uncomfortable that everybody in the back were, it was just, and our flight attendant was so sweet. She kept on bringing him anti-nausea meds, but nothing helped. Yeah, was pretty indigestion is the yeah. worst and then you can't, yeah, oh nausea. my goodness, yeah. And then Jordan at that phase was going through only dad phase. <gasps> so if I would hold her, she would be screaming. So Ezekiel's sleeping and we were fine, but... Yeah, at the time, it was really difficult. I saw yeah. that Thomas booked hotels the days before and after the... Yes, trip. yes. Was that I was a actually going to tell you about that. Uh, and that. That was a really good thing. Yeah, because yes. I'm thinking like that if was... that was the start of your trip, I would already feel like like <laughs> we were tapped out. So overwhelmed. Yeah, we so were ho- very overwhelmed. Um, yeah, so you can talk about that more a little later, but I'm I'm realizing like that was a that's a good like worst case scenario yes. type of mentality. I'm like, dang, like yes. yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I would not have thought about that, but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So then, knowing a little bit more about what stages they are both in or were in at that time, um, yeah. what was I guess like maybe even the themes or goals of your trip as a family to to Korea, and what would you recommend? So first, we can um, start with like eating places, one to two places that you would recommend eating? Yeah. Like. So I think eating places, we, I don't have like, I was trying to do what I'm thinking, but because we weren't looking for like matchips or like mm. great places to go to, we were just trying to look for a place that was spacious enough, enough for us to go in with a stroller and have high chairs. Cause actually Korea is as pretty and amazing. All their restaurants and everything are, a lot of them still have like the floor seating or um, no oh, high chairs, okay. things like that. So you're lucky to find high chairs if you go. We, I think a lot of the times we were holding one baby each right. while we we're eating. Okay. A little bit crazy. Uh-huh. But if you have family, obviously there's a lot more help. So I don't think I have like recommendations as like, you should go eat here. But I do uh-huh. think that Korea in general have, well, the currency rate is great right now, but their kejigaibi, so like their pork ribs and like barbecue marinated meat was really good for our toddler. Mm-hmm. So he ate so much everywhere he went. And like barbecue is just like everywhere in Korea. So I would say barbecues are really easy to eat because you just cut the meat and give them white rice and then they'll eat it. Right, um, right. That was good. Okay. Other than that, I mean, everything else is, I say it's pretty much the same as Dallas because I didn't look for, again, like popular places to go. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about, did you guys go to kid cafes? And if so, do you have any recommendations for that? 
I think kids cafes actually are now becoming a thing again, because prior to April, even I think a lot of the ones that had existed shut down because of COVID or they went out of business. So all the ones that we were looking at, they were either out of business or closed. We didn't get to look into a lot, but a couple of my friends sent us kind of like, you should go here. So we tried it out. Um, Of course, we went to look their world, which is like the amusement park and their share of kids stuff. So I think you can go, I think as a family of four, we paid around $90. Um, and then we you know, took cute pictures, but um, look, the world is lots of people. So you just, yeah. adults don't get to do anything. So I think for the price that we paid for admission, you don't really get a lot out of it, except maybe the kids get their experience, but it's an overwhelming, overstimulating kind of experience. Mm. So we went on a weekday on a not like, I think we went like at 10am on a weekday, but for me, I'm so used to wanting to stand in line and like ride a ride myself. I felt, oh, I can't even do that right now because oh, I'm wow. a mom. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah we, you know, like yeah. obviously if you go with family members who can watch your kids, then maybe you can try. But I think that if it's just for the kids, like, I don't know, for us, like $90 for that was a little steep. Mm, I was like, okay. oh, there's, you know, there's a I feel like pit, that's something you can there's... buy in America almost for that kind of price. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I yeah, would expect yeah, it maybe a little better in Korea, like price. Yes. Yes. Good to but know. there's a place called Atlantis. And this one, I think I've seen them on a lot of like Instagram things. This is in a place, a city called Songdo, which is pretty close to Incheon Airport. Um, so if you ever have time, that place, I think admission was maybe like $75, $70, um, something like that. It, there's a lot more like pretend play, ball pick. Um, there's like the boat ride and little robot driving, fighting bumper cars and all these different things for um, Jaden's age. So yeah. I feel like that would be probably better. Of course, nothing for the adults, but there's still a cafeteria, a nursing room and different things. So that um, is something you could probably check out. And then one more, I didn't go here, which I feel like I really would want to have gone, but it's a place called the champion um black i've heard belt of that series yeah yes you have the champion and black I, belt series is that what you just said yeah, yeah that that's what i said um and i think it's there's lots of locations apparently but um, one of my friends that i saw on instagram she went to the seoul Times square one and oh my goodness it looks amazing there's mm. just like a lot of sensory play stuff a lot of you know just jumping trampoline a lot of motor movement kind of okay thing, so. yeah i definitely have to put that one on the list yes i've heard really yes. and i've heard good things from like someone that lives there right now so like yeah oh, locals good. kind of good. in a sense yes. So, yes, yes yeah next time when you go maybe they won't be at that yes. age it sounds like you'll probably never go when it's the time <laughs> i know right I know. <laughs> um anything else within like kid friendly kids cafes or museums yeah we did not brave any museums because we were in the scream stage of jordan so we just thought <laughs> yeah why? and that's like a quieter time a yes. uh, quieter yes. place okay but I think even just walking Korea, there's just like so much to see. And you guys um, went in the spring, like the. It was such good weather. Yes. Yeah. I, but when are you going? September. I feel like it oh, will be, be the tail end of the monsoon stuff, but I don't think we'll yeah. hit the rain. Okay. I'm so glad because I almost thought you were going in the summer and I'm like, why isn't she going when no. there's so many mosquitoes oh. and humidity? <laughs> we would go in the summer because my sister's going. So help, right? For kids, I would right. definitely consider that. But yeah. summer is like twice as expensive. And since it's a family oh, i don't think that would yeah. be worth it for us financially oh but the humidity and the mosquitoes yeah I yeah that. i don't know why it's so i mean because people are off but it's so popular yeah. on like the worst right okay what about weekend trips or any like day trips elsewhere um you know i we did not factor that in because we actually were busy going into seoul and then we went back to my mother-in-law's um hometown 
Okay. So that was in Asan, and that was me. I think by bus, it's two and a half. By train, it was forty minutes. But just doing that for us was visiting the countryside. So that yeah. was like enough of a change. Yeah. But it was amazing countryside too. Um. By the way, that's where. Oh, I think I saw. Comes I think. From. Oh, really? Yeah, the rice. Yes, yeah, the microwavable. Yes. <laughs> yes, oh, because yes. I I remember seeing um your kids playing on like streams in that area. Yeah. Right, yes. Right? Yes. That I feel area, like a countryside so. area would be really nice to introduce to. It was kid. very much like the whole cottage. It was for me. It was shocking because I've never really been to the countryside either. But it was nice. Yes, oh, for sure. okay. so you got to yeah. do something new and <laughs> yeah, pretty. Everything was so new because I've never been to Korea without my parents, mm. um, and for my husband too. It was probably been sixteen years since he had lost last been back ever since. Oh, so wow. this trip was planned because he got a citizenship, and so right. finally he was able to go back. But yeah, it was new all around for both of us. Hmm. Okay. Did you guys feel like yeah. you were able to, or I know I feel like you kind of shared where you are with the trip overall. What, what about Thomas? Since it was his first time in forever, is he on the same page as you? Let's not go again for a long. See, I'm like maybe, but he says absolutely not, and that's because he did everything. He literally did everything. <laughs> so he says no. No. Okay. Way. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good job, Thomas. um what about other things then in korea are there any other places you would recommend or like something i haven't put into the category for my last interviews were centered on skincare i feel like that's really big but since i'm not really into skincare i feel like i forgot to include that i don't know are there any things like even you as a so sad and deep because i'm glad you mentioned because there's a lot of like olive young right like yeah kind of like the or the Sephora of you know Korea and it's like everywhere our B&B was right across the street from the Olive Young so I kept on thinking okay I'll put the kids to bed I'll go did I go like not once never got to go (laughs) and that's also because it's everywhere that you just keep thinking I'll go on this day I'll go I'll Mm -hmm. go because that's definitely one place you cannot go with the kids because they're so reachy grabby for everything but they have a lot of samples out and you just don't want to be like hey don't touch that hey you know and so you have to go kind of alone but it's great that you have help and family there because obviously you'll go you'll explore and I feel like definitely Korean skincare is so so good and so yeah you come back and you're like oh I don't want to try anything else I'm kind of in the stage where I'm not I'm not doing any skincare and I'm like Mm. because I didn't go in Korea but yeah I think you should go (laughs) definitely go and get yourself yeah you know recommendations yeah oh oh they recommend stuff to you yeah they do they oh okay because I was about to like I don't think that's on my list but I mean if they tell you stuff then that would be very helpful. I sound very, yeah, I think there are. yeah. And then they can tell yeah. like, just from like looking at your skin or like your face in a sense. I think it's kind of like the um, people, the people who help you at Sephora, they're kind of looking like for your skin tone, but I don't think they'll be able to tell you like if you're allergic to like, HCLs, oh, like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. you would have to know that for yourself, but I think they'll have like, oh, this is pretty popular these days kind mm. of thing. And then your sister, um, for those of you who might not know, your twin sister, she's in the, she's in Korea again right now yes. for two months. Yes, two months. She has a month left. Do you feel, not like not jealous, but are you like oh, because she gets to live the Korea experience? Maybe you want to. I don't know because I know she's in this countryside or she's not in Seoul, right? Or it sounds right. Like. She goes to Seoul every weekend. Um, okay, so that's when I'm like, hey, can you buy this for me? Put it on my tab, and she's like, no, it's a gift. And I'm like, stop saying it's a gift because I'm going to ask you for so much more. <laughs> but- <laughs> 
So you know you're gonna but, get what you need, even though you couldn't be the, be there. I'm, yes, I am asking for it, but I just, I, you know, you want that experience. Like, you yeah. know, Korea, the Baskin Robbins there is just to die for. And I don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. of that, but every flavor in Baskin Robbins is so amazing. But did I get to go? I did not. So I'm so sad. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh my Baskin god! Robin. I know. I'm so sad. Oh yes, I think I just saw Danielle's story. Her yes, best. I was I like, know. I feel like I just saw it, and it was beautiful. And that's right. You have um, to try their matcha matcha green tea. Mm, is so okay. Good. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out all of like what I want to do, and then how to do the kids. But yes. Okay. Any tips while traveling to and from Korea? Yeah, I think that when we were trying to pack, everybody kept on telling us pack light because there's nothing Korea doesn't have and you can just buy it there. But honestly, if you have a laundry machine, just take all the clothes because Korea kids clothes um, tend to be more expensive, I think. Oh, really? And even if they weren't, like, why would you buy a new set of clothes when they're growing out of it so fast, right? I think the tip that I have for clothes for Korea is that they have amazing um, kids' underwear and amazing pajamas. So if you, like, need to buy PJs, then sure, go for it. That's what I kind of splurged on. But then regular outfits, they're so cute, but also a little bit more pricey. Like, you can Mm. get a good pair of pants, shorts, shirts from Carter's or from Target, like, for $4 on sale. But there, I think their sale would be, like, I don't know, 10, 15. So I would say just pack what they have and take a set of a weekly clothes so that you can just laundry, wash it, and then, you know, let them wear. Diapers, they do have, um, but they only have at their actual markets. We thought that the convenience stores would have it, but they don't have it. So um, just, I mean, your parents are there. So I'm sure they'll help you out with like diapers and supplies. Maybe stocking up in advance. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, tip tip wise, I don't know. Are you taking Korean air or are you taking American air? No, okay. I know we're taking American on the way back. American. Okay, I do wish that back. you would take American both ways if you if you are trying to do one of those inflatables. I know there are lots of brands, but one of my friends um, gave us uh, the flyaway baby to actually like take on flight because it's so helpful for the toddlers because it basically inflates into like a little bed but um korean air they have not passed their clearance on that so they don't allow it but american air everybody who flies there they use it really well Mm -hmm. and i know 14 hours may not be a lot but for the toddlers who want to sleep it's so helpful okay okay that's a good yeah i'll double check yes yes and then you get to purchase wi-fi for 35 dollars and you get to watch everything so yeah that's right because if i download movies does it change? Oh, I mean, open? not only just movies, because I, I feel like movies, they already have on the screens there and you oh, get right, to right, watch right, plenty. Right. But I mean, I'm just like, if you want to stay sane and c- contact your sister or like, uh, you know, uh, just uh. not lose touch with the people on the ground. Mm-hmm. I just feel that's, yes. That's good to know. Wait, is it 35 per person? I think so. I think that's what Danny told me. That's expensive. Person. It is, but it sanity wise, if you think you're <laughs> like, it's a little bit worth it. <laughs> I needed someone to complain to because Mm. everybody is asleep on the flight. And, you know, I guess pressure does something to you when the lights are off. And normally you don't, you can go hours without sleep. You want to sleep, but you cannot sleep because of your child. And so some kind of, but you also can't have have headphones and like watching a movie when your child is like, you know, needy. And so it's just a lot of. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then can you tell me a little bit more about what y'all did in terms of the hotel thing each way? 
Yes, yes. So um, Thomas uh, was basically his number one thing was after we get off of this really, really bad flight, because he knew we were going to have a flight, a bad flight. He just said we need to have a place to just wash the kids and put them to bed instead of go drive two hours or close to two hours with all the traffic into Seoul. Um, so I was like, why would you do that? I mean, we have family, like we don't need to really ex waste extra money. And he's just like, no, I promise it's going to be worth it. So he actually got a hotel right next to the Incheon Airport. And initially that was like the only time we were going to be next to the Incheon Airport, but we loved it so much that we actually booked another stay right before the day of mm. flying out. So uh, because not only was the hotel really nice and I think well priced for the amenities, um, but it was so good to just have like time on our own, like without having to meet with people. And I thought I, I literally booked my trip and I meet you, meet you, meet you. And I even I think I had a client call from Korea and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do my business call in Korea where I can meet you up. And, you know, I'm just thinking these things. Little did I know that I couldn't meet with all the people. Couldn't meet with Sarah and Justin and Tori. I couldn't even meet with like, oh yeah. yeah, I know. I couldn't meet with anybody. And I think the little that we met were with just family. And yeah, so a lot yeah, of, like, I think my... I saw your story of someone like literally just dropping off stuff to you. Like, yes, because how crazy it was. Yeah. Oh, no. But because it was like kind of, packed we just thought okay you know what we just need time for ourselves and Thomas really wanted that retreat because he likes mm -hmm. to have time just with family so mm -hmm. we did that and it was really nice because a you didn't have to struggle through a long car ride right before another flight back home but just rest up in the hotel and then wake up and then go right away so depending on what time your flight right. is and what time you have to get to the airport that could be an option I okay. think that was a really good option for us and especially because there's a lot to do around I might ask well. you for the hotel name later. Yes, 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 yes. That's yeah, a that's a, a really good do. tip. I would never yeah. think like that. I'd be like, what? I know, same. Yeah, that's like, I'm and like, that oh. is my favorite memory. So now, oh, like, if you ever do Korea again, we really need to do it because yeah, it's just something that relaxes you right before you go into change, and then pulls you out of that right before you go back home. So, mm, so that's nice. like the reset, y'all definitely. Yes. Needed. Yeah, Would you say that's Thomas's favorite memory, you think? I think so. Because, I mean, he ended up getting, he opened up a card under that hotel so he can continue to <laughs> rack up points in the future for that hotel. We had to stay in that hotel at Vancouver. It was, oh, yeah, okay, is, okay. Wow. He's very much a hotel, let me just rest kind of guy. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because I kind of think my other six friend is kind of like that. I wonder if that's like, yeah. not like an overall thing, you know, but maybe kind of yeah. like habit. That's a really good yes. idea, though. Do you feel like you guys were on the same, like, were y'all snapping at each other? Because it sounds like it was a hard trip. How was y'all's dynamic through it? Um, I think it was so hard that we couldn't even think at the moment that mm. it was going to get any better. It was just so hard. That's all I remember. It was so hard. And I don't know if you um, saw my Instagram post, but it, it's sensitive, I know. But like, to me, I related my Korea trip to my pregnancy because my pregnancy was so hard two times and oh, I had back-to-back yes, -back pregnancies. Mm -hmm. and, and both of the times I had um, hyperemesis gravidarum. And so I was literally throwing up from the beginning to the end. So I saw no hope from the beginning. So for me, I loved my pregnancy and the fact that I was definitely like, you know, growing a child within me but then I also did not have a love relationship because it was so so hard so for me like Korea mm -hmm. I loved it in the sense that it was obviously 
not my hometown, but I mean, my, what do you call it? Just mother, my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my, you know, and so I loved it. I wanted to explore more and everything, but I would never be able to recommend it to any friend that I care for. Like I wouldn't be, <laughs> Hey, like, but the only reason I say go and bless you is because your parents are there. So obviously, no, honestly, like, I think when yeah. I told you I was going, you were like, are you sure? Unji? are you sure you want to go? I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, never especially at this age i just would never do it right right yeah i mean i'm not necessarily want like if i could choose i wouldn't go at this age either but since my parents are there for only about a year maybe two and they miss the grandkids it is definitely a trip for them to see their grandkids um yeah yeah. so yeah yeah i totally i think this is real talk of just like the reality (laughs) of what that trip would have been like and so you know, if, if people are going, it's just helpful to be aware or put little hotel nights in between yeah. to refresh. And if if you're able to, like, make that happen, then that's a good yeah. idea. And like that would yes. be an investment worth thinking about long term. Yes. Yes, yes, um, yes. OK, what about your hardest memory? Or I think it was definitely um, transportation. I know you think that everything was hard. Yes, it was, but... <laughs> Um, we ended ended up like taking a taxi everywhere. And initially that was not our plan, mm-hmm. but just trying to find elevators on different um, subway levels. And it was just really stressful. And with kids, like you have to, or we took a double stroller. So we had to be on either end of the stroller to basically shuttle them down the stairs and up the stairs. It was really hard. Oh, um, I think bus I rides. <laughs> yeah. And then even like bus rides, like you just have to know which route, but if you're not a local mm. it's kind of hard to be standing there in the middle of the street thinking which number do I have to take which one is it going to so again if you're traveling with your parents and they already have all this down then I think transportation and all that is not going to be hard but for us I think it was the issue of we did not take a car seat um, and Korea I know has now legalized putting your children into car seats but then a lot of people still just take their kids on their laps for taxi rides and so we did that but it was not easy at this age to like keep them seated yeah and i feel like korea the korea driving is scary isn't it like like, they're crazy no yeah it's it's crazy it's scary but you kind of get used to it it's weird Mm -hmm. um yeah um and then what about culture in general like as you just live there for a few weeks is there anything you noticed, especially for Thomas too? It's been his first time in such a long time. Anything like new or something you learned? Right. I think that we definitely noticed. And you can tell even by the way kids are, the kids are basically um, babies too. They're like on a throne in Korea. So, mm. and there are not that many of them because, you know, I don't know if you've heard the population is decreasing yeah. for the kids, but their behavior is probably not as disciplined as Americans would discipline their kids. So you do see a lot more acting out and a lot of parents oh. just catering to their needs. And so I had to constantly explain to Ezekiel, oh, that's not what we do, but I guess they're doing it. Kind of like talking him through it. And oh, then that's also, for some reason, yeah. I wouldn't have expected that. I don't know why. No, oh. They're very, very like, you get what you want. You can scream. <laughs> Which is <laughs> why the not, convenience like, stores have candy everywhere. Yeah. Yes. I mean, okay. yeah. It's like Darla in Finding Nemo. Oh, like <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're also dressed to the nines and their strollers are to the nines too. And it's like every child. And I think the culture that I'm kind of shocked and a little bit disappointed in and I guess I kind of see why um, this would happen. It's just that there is a lot of like judgment on your appearance. Right, so, right. you know, as Americans, we just like put a t-shirt on and, you know, whatever, like 
sports pants, like, you know, whatever. But I think in Korea, it really matters what you wear or what brand and things like that. And you can just tell because they do like glance at you from top to bottom. And when you're in an elevator and they're like all, and I don't even know brand names, but the funny story that I share with this, we went to Shinsegae Mall because we were looking for kids cafe and we just right. heard that there was a kids cafe at the very top floor of Shinsegae. So we went up, we took the elevator and even in the elevator, people were looking at us because our kids, we're used, so used to taking them out of naps in their PJs and the stroller, pop them in and go. But mm-hmm. obviously kids are dressed in matching hat, matching socks, like matching everything. They're like really oh nice dress. God. But anyway, so we're sticking out already as it is. And we go up and we like press the door because they're automatic doors, but you press to enter. So we press to enter. And the person at the desk, she's looking at us and she's like, um, this is membership only kids cafe. And so we're like, oh, okay. Do you have any like day passes? And they're like, oh, and you have to know how to speak English to get in. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even think about like arguing with them to say, hey, I'm from America. I just like, okay, that's okay. And I just turned around and we left and we realized it's probably because the way we look. And that's like, hilarious. And, yeah. It, and, but the thing is everywhere. And so that's why, yeah. you know, the, like the dupes, like everywhere, they're so like, there are lots of fake dupes and lots of things, but people try to live up to like the Joneses and match right. like all of these. Wow. So it's just that it's a very toxic. And a lot of the times when you purchase anything, they'll ask you a question whenever you pay with your credit card. They're always going to ask you this one question, which is, are you going to divide it? Are you going to do an installment plan or is it in full? But you're like, I just ate at a restaurant. Like, wouldn't you just pay in full? But to like, I think the culture, like, Everybody, everybody does installment plans for like everything because they want to buy such like bigger things that I don't know. Like, I, why would you ask? A, yeah, like, <laughs> you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I, I was just saying. I feel like Korea is a very like stereotypical Enneagram three. <laughs> like, I feel like there's different variants, you know. But like maybe the unhealthy parts of a yeah. three, the image, yeah. right? And so because even Absolutely. like when I take twos and threes within like the Korean community are very high but actually in general statistics those aren't one of the higher Enneagram types oh, very normally interesting. but yeah like I just find it interesting like that mindset is passed down not in the same way because I'm not saying yeah. all twos and threes are like that but right, you know right. when you think about it and you see where our culture stems from and certain things like yeah. that it's kind of like it makes sense in a way even though it sounds like shocking that that would happen that you can't go to a kids cafe like you know yeah, like they would know. make certain like pretend it was embarrassing yeah, yeah. Oh, but at the sorry. same I think I, I thought about it deeply because of that incident mm-hmm. and just going around and I think I came to my own version of an answer but I don't know if this is like the true answer right, like right. good answer but as I was traveling to Korea as a child I would always think like oh my gosh like everyone's Korean like you look around and everyone's Korean and that's what always basically shocked me but then now I realized I think I realized when I was at the hotel and I saw the janitor and usually I like to strike conversations with everybody but then I realized like even the janitor or just any workers in general they're all Korean in my eyes they're all Korean but here in America I feel like the even though we don't really have like class systems like we can already know like the minorities are going to work certain jobs in Mm -hmm. Korea there's not that kind of distinctive like which Korean is going to be working which so I think Mm -hmm. to make themselves stand out they do like a lot of these like brand names and all these things like deck out because you are of the upper class rich you know versus Uh like the working class Mm -hmm. I don't know so it's just like 
that is a very big thing in Korea. It like just like wear, that, that impression hold. was so big on you for you to like even think of what yeah. could it be? Like what could those yeah. things be? Like what you carry, yeah. what you wear. Right. Yeah. Mm. Like your appearance defines you kind of thing. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see what I'll learn. I feel like I'll be confirmed in some of the things I've been hearing from people who have gone already. But right. but yeah. Anything else you want to share about the trip? I feel like you gave such a real, you know, real talk. I'm so glad you have your parents there. I think it's going to be so amazing. Really, they're going to, they love you more than they love your grand, I mean, your children, obviously. So you'll be so well taken care of. That's the part that I'm happy for. Because mm. I mean, they love their grandkids, but you come first. So. Uh huh. My mom's listening yes. to this. She agrees, right, Emma? <laughs> uh, what would, if you could describe this trip in a fruit, what would it be? I thought of um, mm-hmm. that, and I think it would be a ripe persimmon, and that's my favorite fruit, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, there are different kinds of persimmon. Right, so there's like a tangam, a gokgam, and a hongshigam. Yeah, but a hongshigam is like a super ripe version of the persimmon, or maybe a different one altogether. But anyway, I think that it's so delicious that even though you know that there will not be a chance that you won't make a mess out of it, you still go back to it. <laughs> you know and then I like at that at the end of the uh-huh. day you'll get messy you know it's going to be so messy because the skin the flesh of the skin right. like the fruit is very like it kind of feels like a tomato skin yeah but then it's yeah. super like once you pop it it just opens mm. and it bleeds the flesh but it's so good <laughs> and then you know you just go back to it and I feel yeah. like that's Korea for me like I missed it so much that I would dream about it and like dream of going to Olive Young and places that I couldn't go to. But then I'd wake up and be like, oh no, like I don't think I can do that again. Like that's not okay. I like the description, but, it bleeds like flesh. But then yes. I feel like that yeah, would accurately describe how you felt. But then, yeah, overall, it's the sweetest, sweetest yes. experience. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, I hope whenever you do go, luck. it'll be a season of readiness and you. you guys will have a lot more fun at that time yeah yeah and so now everything else every traveling just seems like a baby travel so that's good mm. when you come back in because you had such a good time in canada right yes we did yeah so when you come and conquer this trip you were going to be a warrior traveler yeah, like, what i can go, go there anywhere okay. yep 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 okay yeah. all right well we just have to climb this mountain and then yeah on to the next yeah i cannot wait till you post stories and i <laughs> laugh yeah. at me say ha ha she she's joining the misery she didn't know what say, I meant till now <laughs> if I yeah when I vent I'll be with my $35 wi-fi on the yes. plane I'll give you a text at that time okay beautiful 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 okay yeah. well thank you so much for using your free time after the kids are down to talk to me about your trip and give me some pointers or our audience members Hopefully you guys are not scared from booking your trip as well, but just, you know, have some realistic expectations in mind so that you can have the best trip possible. Um, if you have very little littles or maybe four to eight sounds like a good, good range too. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> well, okay, Tessia, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Color Commentary. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.